0: welcome to another episode of top lines and Tales, your weekly livestock podcast and as always we'd like to thank our sponsors Harbro for their continued support this week i'm delighted to have on the podcast another first because i'm speaking to somebody whose birthday it is today so happy birthday jan green janet green welcome to the podcast
1: Thank you very much, Andy. Nice to be here.
0: And, uh, and Jan, I gather you've been out for lunch today. You've been spoilt, is that right?
1: Yes, I, I've had a cider and flowers as well. So doing really well today.
0: You're going to get some flowers then. That's, uh, that's that really cheerful, chubby man of yours, uh, John Green, in the background, bringing you some flowers, uh, giving you some flowers. Yeah,
1: he's rat- rattling change at me now, proving how much it's cost him. He's only got pennies left in his <laughs> pocket. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's brilliant. Well, it's great to speak to you on your birthday, as I said, and it was my birthday a couple of days ago as well. And, yes, it uh,
1: was. I, yeah.
0: I've got uh, a couple of shoulders of lamb in, in, the, in the oven cooking at the moment for uh, people coming around for dinner tomorrow. So poor, oh, brilliant. The poor lamb. It's,
1: it's, a it. bit, it's a bit, long, bit of a long way to come, like.
0: Well, there you go. You're, you're, you are invited. I'm not sure whether no, John's invited, but you're definitely invited down there. <laughs> and uh, the poor lamb's running around with no shoulders now. He's not doing Oh, it, he's uh,
1: got uh, wheels now, has he?
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly that. Well I, I should mention that Jan you and I go back a long time and this series is called Characters in Livestock and you've always been a fantastic character in and amongst the, the, the breed and those that don't know you of course um, were involved very early in what was the Belgian blue breed now the British blue breed because I got corrected. By Mamie Patterson for mentioning that they were still the Belgian Blue breed, so <laughs> British Blues that they are. And uh, we caught up at uh, at Carlisle a few uh, a few months ago, and I promised I'd uh, get you on and, and uh, give you a bit of stick, Jan. So yeah, uh,
1: and you, you reminded me at the Highlands as well.
0: <laughs> you can run, but you can't hide, girl. It's no, I know, especially on your birthday. So, if we we go back to the beginning, as I said, that, you know, the British Blues, and and again, I was involved in, in the early days with the cattle coming in back in the late, or oh, I suppose mid '80s, and uh, it was mid
1: '80s they came in, wasn't it?
0: And you were always there,
1: '85,
0: yeah, in and amongst it uh, right from the beginning with blue cattle. So you've been in the blue cattle. You'd probably be one of the longest-serving members. Um, I wouldn't say older members because John's obviously 10, 20, years, twenty years older than you, but um, one of the one of the longest. Sim.
1: I think I think the oldest member is Graham Coates now.
0: Okay. okay. I think Graham.
1: I think he'll be one of the older ones, won't he?
0: Well, you tell me. I know, obviously, Tom Ashton's still with us and and doing. <laughs> no, well, Tom's uh, really... Tom's
1: number one. He was yeah. number one in the herd book.
0: Uh huh but uh, we're going back now, middle 80s, uh, so I dread to think how long time, long ago that, Yeah, uh, it's a long time, but you would have come in, uh, just just let us know a little bit about how you how you and um, John got into the the Blue Cattle right from the start there. From, from, well, to, That's we, where you're from, the start, go back to the beginning, whereabouts is home?
1: We're originally from Derbyshire. We, we, were, we met through the young farmers, as you do, farming communities, we always get together through young farmers. We met together in Derbyshire and then, we saw Blues at Lincoln's show. Okay. And I think it was Sue Eaton Williams and them had got them. And we were like, from ooh, Pip Senate. Senate. That's a name from the past. Yep. And we thought, ooh, like them. And then started looking into them. And we bought some crossbreds to start with. That's how we started with grade eight Cs as the... Well, grade E's they started at yeah. the crossbreds.
0: Grade E's? Just take me back to grade E's. So that's first crossbreds. They used to
1: grade. You, you, this started off that if you had a grade E, it was like a, a half bread, like a, yeah. out of a Holstein or or a, or a or whatever. And you could grade them up if you wanted. But originally in the start of the blues, that's how they started to help people get in. Them. So that's how we started. But then the bug bit and we bought a first cow called Wardy Ants, And she was from Jeremy Hoskins from park house from Sirencester. Right. We bought her in calf and she had a heifer calf and that was us started And, she, and then we import, bought, she, she was an original import that jeremy bought in mm. and then a second cow we brought through the society and that was a lottery so you asked to buy a heifer and it was picked for you and it was a lottery they used to put your name in a jar and they pulled a cow's name out and that one's yours and you didn't have a choice of which one it was or what it was and I ended up with a white heifer and I thought oh my god what have we bought but I mean she was wonderful we showed her and and she did us a lot of good And, and she stopped with us. She was 13 or 14 before we lost her. Wow. Okay. And that that's... was us. And we've bred all these years, you know, and gone on. I mean, we had Oxfam Lionheart. He was his hero, that bull that we bred that was champion at Chelford. And then he went back for resale and was champion at Carlisle. He's the only bull that's ever done that.
0: So try that again. said so you bred him. He was champion at Chelford and, and you sold he him. He was at... champion
1: at Chelford uh... out of a cow called Peel Ivory. Um, by Kissinger, a bull that Linelux had then, and he was champion at, at Chelford in a '96, I think, but don't gamble on that date. <laughs> and then the guy fell ill suddenly, and he had to sell his cows, so he took the bull back to Carlisle two and a half years later in, and it was in May, and he was champion there as well.
0: Did he make profit? So, Did he make profit on it?
1: He didn't. He made the same money as we'd sold him for. Bang on.
0: Oh well, he just borrowed him, and he just borrowed him for. Yeah. A year, too. No, that, uh, that's brilliant. I mean, yeah. in going back say, in it's those days, and the gött- cattle were a bit totally different back then. I mean, you're both advocate <laughs> that they. Oh
1: yeah, know, especially I mean, when you're getting
0: a lottery or or, or a raffle, as you said, there uh, with uh, you know, when you're buying fixed price, I guess you'd be buying those early ones coming in. You'd have to hope <laughs> that they were right and straight, and and obviously they were for you.
1: I mean, she was lucky. We were very good, superb. The cow that we bought, she was. She was a very good-legged cow and everything, Um, and she bred some tremendous females. I mean, as the years have gone now, I mean, we've lost lost her as the pedigrees have gone. But, I mean, the very first cow, the aunts that we bought, I mean, if I could find pictures of her, and, I mean, people have been mortified. I mean, her legs were horrendous. Uh I mean, they were right under her belly, literally. But, I mean, we thought we got the world because they were the new thing. They were going to be, I mean, they are, they are still very, I mean, they have become very popular as the terminal sire for people wanting females more than anything i think
0: of course we'll go on to where the breeds got to just now we're going back to those uh, those early days as you said we'd turn up at the royal show and it was <laughs> almost like a a freak show really they'd come along and the the, the angus breeders and and, the, and even the charlie breeders have come along and they'd they come along and have a laugh really and point of fingers and we just
1: oh and um, cattle with a stick yeah. like they were gonna attack them or oh, do excellent. something oh. yeah it was like <laughs>
0: But we held, we held our own, didn't we? I say we because I, yeah. I was dressing cattle for other people, although they weren't my own. And we held our own, and and and, uh, and the, the classes. You remember the first class at the Royal? Would you be there when we were all parked out in the marquee mm. sort of out the back, as a, as an afterthought, if you like? And, and was, a hell of a time. Oh
1: no, anyway. know they were like, I mean, we were doing the the Newark's and the Lincolns and the to try and get them um, that they could have classes. And I mean, we were put with Highlanders. And Roman and all things like that, and I mean, we know. I mean, we'd be put last because the judge is like, oh, we're all like that, all oh, that, them bloody freaky things. And I mean, the Highlanders had come before us. Nothing against the Highland cattle. I mean, I'm not taking anything, but I mean, and you were in the lines, and as soon as you said that you were bred. <laughs> Well, I say British blue, but I mean to me, they're still, they still—they are Belgian they're blues. That, in them days, that's were. I mean, they used to look at you like you had two heads, and you weren't right. You wanted locking up or something.
0: <laughs> and you say along with the Highlanders, I mean, you couldn't get two breeds more different. I remember, uh, <laughs> no. I remember Ben Coots judging the Highlanders one time, and, and and the blues were in there, and I, I think his eyes nearly fell out of his head when he saw these blues alongside his beloved Highlanders and totally different creatures, and they came in. They came in for a reason, though, Jan and, you know, John, didn't they? They came in because they were an animal that had, obviously, that exceptional uh, um, myostatin you know, double-muscle gene and bred, oh, back to, yeah. bred back to the short arms that we know. But they came in f- for a job for that exceptional muscle, and and over the years, they improved, or oh, I'd like to say they improved a lot of a lot of the breeds that they, they put on by putting some back-ended, and that's what they were about.
1: I mean, they were the perfect sire for a Holstein, mm. and they still are. You know, if they wanted a calf to go on, I mean, they do. They they produce the goods without much hassle, and that's the thing. That's where that's where their forte started Mm -hmm. was to put onto a dairy cow, and and that's what was pushed to start with. And I mean, it was all white bulls. I mean, you didn't want a coloured bull.
0: And that's exactly, of course, where, where Tom Ashton came in with Lulu, didn't he, Tom? I, yeah. He had any dreams that they were going to go on and become a, a big breed in their own right, but he came in with Lulu and started putting, selling semen to the to the dairy guys. And, and uh, as you know, I, I showed one of the first animals out of one of the dairy animals that came in there. But, I mean, that stuff was like you know, hot cakes and, and uh, yeah. Yeah, Tom did brilliantly well. And we all, you, you would have done well out of it as well, uh, Jan, in those early days. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, we did okay. I mean we, I mean, we used to buy baby calves at our local market, Bakewell, and we used to rear them to make yeah. them nice little sweet heifer calves, take them to, Chelford, to a Chelford sale, the March or the September sale, and folks would buy them like 1.0. So, I mean, we did okay. And, I mean, we used to sell baby pedigree heifers, just sweet little things, 10, 12-month-old. You'd get dad and daughter come in to look. And, I mean, you did. You sold well. I mean, we did, that, you know, we've always kept plodding on, if you know what I mean. We've always been there and, and done it. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say I push my cattle as much as some of them do, but they go on, if you know what I mean. Mm.
0: But you, you carried on, you, the both of you carried on, showing those cattle and, and we had some fun i remember at, at stafford, <laughs> stafford county show i can record Oh, that
1: rain can you remember that rain at stafford
0: you, <laughs> you reminded me of, of, of a day when my uh, when a bull that i got of, of ron collins got away off his halter in the middle of the night and by the time I got there in the morning he was tied back up again but somebody had uh, thankfully no mobile phones in those days he'd gone down and served just about all the scimitals whether they wanted it I think I,
1: think, I, think, I think anything anything that was standing that night got novel by that bull, <laughs> well, Bo- bovine or not bovine I think it got done that night <laughs>
0: He certainly knew where it was at, there. he went down and he thought, "Well, it, it, well, well, it, well, he's away. Nobody's watching, I don't think." But uh, well, there's, nowadays, there's no circuit TV, so there might have been some interesting semi born from that year.
1: But it rained and rained at that show. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so wet. I'll never forget that show. We slept in the cattle trailer that year. And there was an owl in the car park, and so you were listening to it raining with this bloody owl in this tree. So nobody in the cattle sheds had had any sleep at all for the nights that were there. So between the drink and not sleeping, there were some very rough people at that show. Very rough.
0: In the meantime, (laughs) my my, my bull had gone down. He had no sleep either when he was out there. Yeah. But uh, no, they—they they I remember being at Cheshire Show as well. Can you remember that? When I think it might have been Nantwich Show. You mentioned uh, uh, John Pips dennett and uh, yeah. a, a big cow of uh, Pauline Adams, and she just she was over a ton, and she just stood there, kept sinking into the mud. Every every she was oh. <laughs> the longer she stood in the line, the shorter she got, she disappeared into the ground. <laughs> I don't know why the shows are always so wet back then. We seem to have drier shows
1: these days. Yeah, we all to always bake all the same. We used to get wet there, didn't we? Mm used to do them all and they, but it, so it seemed to they seem to well I don't know if they've moved dates or what or it, the weather has changed a bit but we've, I, we've done some daft tricks
0: I bumped into an old pal of mine uh, Pete Bodley hadn't seen Pete for a while I saw him at the Royal Welsh and sends his regards to you um, and again you know, good fun with Pete and Michelle yeah. Gardner and, and and Richard Bartle of course Bart be listening to this oh moment? yeah
1: yeah
0: Bart big man in, in amongst the job work give a pick Stenet back then and uh, great days great days and, and, and things moved on for yourself, then you—you uh, you guys went to. Uh, we seeing, moved you to Aberdeen. To you disappeared like a thousand miles north of the Arctic. I don't know. <laughs> you're, you're, you're certainly up there somewhere in the north. Tell us we, 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 we
1: moved—we moved to Aberdeen Street in 1989. Well, we would, we used to have laying hens in Derbyshire, and a certain lady mentioned that there was salmonella in eggs, and so that finished us very quickly.
0: <laughs> Wasn't you? So. Wasn't you exit Exeter when she came to, to the Stafford show, was it? Somebody did.
1: No, no, it wasn't us. <laughs> so we'd been looking at Scotland as it was beforehand, so that pushed us on a bit quicker. So we moved to Aberdeenshire in 1989, and we've been up here since then. And we've we're now settled at a farm called Wrangham at near Inch, about 15 miles from Inverurie, 25 miles. From Aberdeen, so I suppose we are close.
0: Arctic Circle. not quite that close. I do get, get phone calls from people in Aberdeen. To go and this is this is lovely country, and it's probably sunshine. I mean, it
1: is, it is it is beautiful countryside up here, and I mean, you know yourself, it is. It's beautiful up here, like when it's not raining <laughs> or blowing a gale or snowing, but it is lovely up here. I mean, we are we, we're very lucky where we are. Um, I wouldn't change it now. I couldn't go back to Derbyshire as much as. Derbyshire is my home county, but we do love it up here. You,
0: you, you'll, almost, Another 40 years, you'll be a local there, John?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> I might get to just, just as I'm putting my foot in the hole, they might say, oh, she's a local.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when they're bringing you the next lot of flowers you get, when they're bringing you that, will be yeah. <laughs> she, She's almost a local.
1: <laughs> she's a local now. we will give her some flowers. <laughs> I was, many years ago, I was called by a very good friend, because um, he came back in the car, we'd been to look at an Angus Bull, and he was saying, bloody Saxons are everywhere, because he'd been to a post office looking for the address. And I'm sat in the car going, excuse me? <laughs> and he says, oh no, but you don't count your
0: Scottish.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I was half and half at that stage, and that was about 10 years ago. So okay. I'm working on it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh well. No, that's good. And and you would have taken the yeah, the blues... The blue cattle up there and again, early days. Yeah, they followed us. The blues said, so we wonder what the hell's arriving when you turned <laughs> off with of the lorry.
1: Yeah, we. I mean, we brought, we just kept a, a small amount and brought them with us. Um, that year, we took them to tourist show, got champion any other breed. Um, but we looked at, again, the same. It was like, what the hell? <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, but slowly, they've come, I mean, they are, they're making the way up here now. I mean, the commercial lads use them a lot. They like a bit of blue in the dam for the commercials, for the showy side and everything. Cool, cool, cool. So, I mean, since we'll the 30 odd years we've been up here.
0: We'll go on to that in a second, Dan, I'm just more intrigued, really. Who was judging Tara's show that put you champion any other breed there? Because he wouldn't be a local themselves, would they?
1: <laughs> oh, it was a local, but I couldn't remember. I'd have to look right back. Oh, no, you're I was no, judging no. that first year that we were up here.
0: You're normally a minor information, you are, girl, because you're my go-to on, on the early blues. That you've normally got
1: John to... said it was a, Mackie, oh, Mackie from Perth, oh, okay. a lad called Mackie from Perth. Right, okay. but I, I, he's remembered George. that, but I haven't remembered that.
0: Oh, you should have said at
1: Christmas. He Christmas. had some he said, so, <laughs> okay. and he had a few blues or something. Oh, I remember. I remember his face now.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. I can't... <laughs> He'd probably remember it yours not. as well, but no, I so said to get in there and start showing those, yeah, it was great. And you're moving, as you said, moving north in, into obviously Aberdeen country, Aberdeen Angus country up there as well. And then, yeah, and then uh, the next time I spoke to you, you you were you were turning out with Aberdeen Angus, so something kind of happened while you were there. What, what went on?
1: Well, for a while, um, we were in between things and we got a, a managed we we're looking after a guy's pedigree Angus's and uh, an estate, um, so. He, uh, that's how we ended up showing Angus's, because he wanted them shown, and he knew we show the Blues. So when we were showing Blues, we ended up dragging the Angus's along. So that's how you caught up with me showing Angus cattle. <laughs> so um, we worked, we've worked. we looked after them, what, were 12, 14 years. 14 years? We looked after Logie Angus's.
0: Right, Log- so, Logie Angus's. <laughs> okay, because you used to turn up down down to the... To the Highland Show, and I think your Angus's was your meal ticket to go down there with somebody else. With the
1: blues, Scotland <laughs> take
0: blues as well. So
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And the yeah. Highland Show you won't have missed, I don't think, for for, for a long time. Fantastic show. Isn't no,
1: it? no, I don't. I can't. I don't know how many years we've been going to that. Well, since we've been up here, we've nearly had some something of one thing or another there. Angus. Angus's, and then say oh, there used to be always Angus's and blues, and then nine. 93. 90, yeah, 92, 93. Yes, yeah. 92, 93. And then um, used to take a lot of blues down. I mean, we've sometimes used to take eight or nine. We had breed and exhibited two years on the trot, didn't we? Yeah.
0: And just going um, back to those early days, then, then oh, the pair of you, then when would the blues get a class? Because I mean, they couldn't get the class at the Raw Show for a long time, and it would have been a lot later before they get a class at the at the Highland Show for. for, they'd, for they'd got
1: classes. They'd got classes when we first started going, didn't they? Okay. At, the, at the Highland, yeah. Mm-hmm. There wasn't many there, like, but they had got classes. They had put them on for them. I mean, I wouldn't exactly know the year when they actually put them on, but um, when we first started taking they'd got
0: because
1: mm. there was alistair wiley showing for grahams weren't they yeah
0: of course robert, Dairy graham in, robert graham got into a few of those didn't he early early doors and again robert graham being yeah. and everything in early doors and did, did particularly well didn't he i think danny wiley was uh, went in there uh, would it be yeah. Danny, yeah. danny rather than alistair they i were, thought but uh, yeah had
1: oh, it could have been danny wanted to start with yeah. was it danny or alistair that was with graham it was danny. graham's danny was it yeah, Danny yeah. Wiley. Yeah,
0: and Danny would have taken. Danny would have taken those good, some of those good genetics from from um, Robert Graham's and and, and to, to to set up his own Tom Hone herd. We've had him on the podcast yeah. before. No, brilliant. And, and you've had your share of tickets and success there at the Highland. There It'd be, be your main show, I suppose.
1: Yes, yeah, so it's his main show really. Um, we've had um, junior male champion with a bull Oxgrove dragon didn't we one year a white bull when white was still in fashion we had junior female with phoebe Phoebe, and then um so we've had breed and exhibited twice
0: yeah so
1: we've not we've not done bad there we've always worked away like
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, and and you still still breeding what kind of numbers of cows have you got there now
1: we've about 15 we range between 15 to 20 cows depending on how you know Float it floats something in. down okay. we're still working away mm-hmm. with them
0: bit of, bit of yeah. embryo transfer?
1: no if we stop doing that a bit cause, well it's, heifers are too expensive mm-hmm. to buy your heifers in it's like oh Jesus mm-hmm. right, you're talking like £12, £1,500 for a heifer right. so what we started doing was we put the slayer on all those blue heifers to get a calf through them right to give them a bit of chance and then we put them back to the blue then
0: okay okay and, and, and tr-
1: well it works sometimes and it doesn't work all the time carving
0: but. wise again going back to the early days and i've to a few blue breeders on here now obviously times have changed but go back to the early days carving some of these animals you'd have the you'd have the the, the, the scalpel on on, uh, on standby for, for for cesareans going back the way and and is that all changed now uh jan is, you know, well, yeah
1: you do give, you try and give them more of a chance now was like in the early days you never gave them a chance you just went in and got a calf because they were so valuable i suppose that was another thing but like like we've changed this look at them that say like we do put this salaire on them or the short on and get calves through them
0: yeah, sure.
1: and then put them to the the blue and say if something goes wrong and you have to do a season and, it's a, and it doesn't go right we put them back to the Solaire or the short horn okay. to give them a rest, and then go again. Okay. And it gives them a it gives a cow a life, yeah. if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah.
1: But then you're still working away with the pedigrees. You're still getting the pedigrees coming through as well.
0: Sure, sure. I
1: mean, with some cows that they've, they've they've had a couple of solaires and they've gone on and carved ever since. If you've seen, and they've had. So
0: we still,
1: still start You feet? know. Um, <laughs> But that's how we work it. And we found it works well for us, Andy. It's, and
0: you'd have gone it, in the early days. I'm okay, sorry to hop back to the early days, but it's what a lot of our listeners would be interested in, as much as modern yeah. day you would have gone over to Belgium a few times there and uh, bus. Yeah, tour. we You've gone, flown over there, gone and uh, worked. Yeah, with,
1: with we Yeah, we went with Tom Hush a fair bit um, flew across to, to Belgium with him and went around a lot of farms, Saint Fontaine, Saint Fontaine. Mm-hmm disarm and some of the big big herds and that and um, went to the big bull open days in November. Um, saw all the tremendous big bulls and everything. So yeah, you know. But going on to farms, I mean, I mean we were on. One farm, and he'd done twenty-five caesars in one month.
0: Really, yeah, <laughs> done it himself. They? <laughs> like, they, they did it God. Themselves, didn't they? They, they? they trained themselves to do their yeah. own caesars, didn't they? Yeah, phenomenal when you think about it. I mean, I suppose people out there might do their own caesars nowadays, but I mean, going back the way when you know, they would just literally—they'd be prepared there. They'd have this the, the, the veterinary clinic set up on the side of the farm, and uh, yeah. yeah, dive in there and, and just see, and they'd caesar the cows two, three, four times. Janet, I think.
1: Oh, more some of them. I mean, we, I mean, we'd been at, we were at Libramont one year in the July, the show, and I mean, you could see cows there, and you you could count five, six Nine scar seven. marks, and if they were really a good cow, they'd go on to the other side. and you're like, my gosh. Um, I mean, if you if the, if you come to do a third season with our vets, I mean they're throwing a wobbly. you you know to I mean they don't like it.
0: <laughs> but um, they used to say that, that was again it was another prank that was aimed at I suppose that it was blue breeders with uh, put a zip in the side she you just open it up every time. We <laughs> yeah,
1: bit of a velcro or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> kind of wonder why they didn't do that really. To be fair, but uh, no, it's just interesting. As I said, go back to to those days, and there still are those blue breeders that are out there. And Tom Ashton was on this podcast, and and. Uh, you know, he said the guys still milk them out there, or they still yeah, you know, they, they would still milk so, I mean, the, the milking ability that the that the, the blue had and still has really is is yeah. unbelievable, and a lot of that goes,
1: oh, tremendous.
0: A lot of that, of course, goes back to the, yeah. the short horn roots, I suppose. But uh, no, they they would um, they would milk them out there, and I said they the season. But the job has changed now, and the British blue. I don't know when it changed to the British blue, but the British blue now has become a phenomenal uh, mm, piece of an integral part of.
1: Well, that's it. For
0: um, one of them years. one of them years, I would
1: It was, oh, I can't remember the actual year when we ch- it changed. Because one year we, we won it as a Belgian blue, and then another year we won it as a British blue. Um. So John's going to go and look on the blue. Go on, John, get it there. Get mean, the
0: works out. Get the works out. You know he will. <laughs> as long as he's not drunk too much on, his, on and, taking you out for lunch with his glass of cider.
1: No, he was he was driving. Oh. It was me that was drinking. He was oh, okay. driving. He's
0: driving you to your dinner and buying you flowers and I tell <laughs> I tell you what, you're in you're in heaven there. You really are. you really are. But just good.
1: Spoil <laughs> absolutely spoil rotten today.
0: Just going back to the blues. As you're said, getting I, me back. <laughs> going back to the blues now, as I say, an integral part of of the British livestock scene. And as you said, um, the, the, the the cross car. Yeah. They're putting a blue onto. A lot of the guys are breeding some of these uh, tremendous suckler cows for show, and even just the suckler cows all round. Oh. The blue gets a corner of that, doesn't it? It gets a quarter of what goes into some of these crossbred animals, and that starts making the job um, for the right animals. That starts making the bulls valuable for you again, uh Jan.
1: Well, that's it. I mean, you get guys wanting the blue bull to put onto a cow to save the female, to put a limmy on it to get... The 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 limby, the black with a with a white belly or whatever, mm. then that's that's the showman's monster. If you know what I mean, yeah. that's that's where they're getting it. And, you know, and I mean, we we find up here, if if it looks like a black limmy they'll put it up. If it looks like a blue, they won't put it up. Yeah, 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 you know, or black and
0: white. That's kind of be, um, been the way if, before. If you, if you can breed them totally <laughs> black, that would be the way. But but that, that little bit of blue, and we saw the. Heifer that won uh, of uh, Nesbit uh, James Nesbitt that won the the Highland Show a little bit of blue in there puts that big back Just end
1: that in it yeah and, and
0: and James Alexander James if you're listening or anybody's listening here and if James got a big sale on next week with his yeah. uh, another load of heifers in there and those big back ended heifers coming out of Ireland there a blue in in all of those that's that's producing that extra back end and that it's kind of that's where it's niche it is now as well as selling to the
1: oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's where it is. I mean, you've got to, they want these dark bulls. So that's what you've got to breed. Otherwise they're not interested. I mean, two maze ago, we got a dark blue bull and a white bull. Now me, the white bull was the better bull. Tremendous white bull. I mean, really was, I mean, it was, it was the best of the two bulls, but the the blue, the colored bull made eight grand and the white bull made four. Yeah. Yeah, but, because he was white.
0: Yeah, no, it, it is the way, but that's uh, early on, early days, because he was the other, other way around. It would have been the
1: other way around. Yeah, it would have been the adult the other way around. Yeah. Uh, you know, they'd have, they'd have been all over the white bull.
0: Uh, and is there any, it's probably not a question for you to answer, but is there any genes out there that they can determine, uh, um, I know I've talked to guys about this with the spotty sheep and various things, are there genes out there that they can determine mm. that you are going to get a darker bull, and a lighter one? Are no,
1: because... The trouble is with the the blue, the white's the prominent gene. Mm. I mean, so you can have a black cow and put a dark bull on it or a black bonnet and get a white calf. <laughs> mm. I mean, we've had it <laughs> <laughs> you know so I mean the, but the white's still the prominent gene because no. that's how they were bred originally. Yeah.
0: So, but so it's a,
1: still in there.
0: A, Bel- a Belgian white is what we should call them, really. Then, is it? yeah,
1: yeah.
0: But as, as I mentioned, and again, having studied or, or talked about the history of the of the blues, that um, uh, they were bred up from a short horn, and, and you know, there's there's stories. There may have been a bit of Angus in there as well. Whatever they were bred up with, or Shireley, who who really knows where the origins came from? Yeah, but definitely the short horn was in there. And, and there was a so,
1: short horn, and there was the original Belgian. Cow, and mm-hmm. but I don't know what they put in it to get where they got to.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's Interesting, there's I been mean, a few debates nowadays about the myostatin gene and, and the the various yeah. double muscle and, and, and this myostatin gene showing up in angus and showing up in short arms and various things. And, and some say it came, originally came from the short but they chose not to. They chose not to breed from it in the uk whereas over there they did and the belgians do that don't they they breed the double muscled sheep the beltex obviously and the,
1: yeah and the pigs, pigs and everything
0: and the muscle chickens and even the, the.
1: bloody i mean it, you go like on farms
0: as well i believe or, <laughs> no, I
1: but i mean even the rabbits have you seen the rabbits that they've really? fattened well, they, they
0: are not get down a rabbit hole they, they get stuck will they?
1: no they get stuck <laughs> i mean we were on a farm once we? so there those cages and I said to John, there was fancy cows one side, and on the other side of this shed, there was these great big racks, these cages, and there was these rabbits in these cages, and they were enormous, great big damn things. And these were for meat, these rabbits were.
0: Exactly, and, and you'll know a friend of mine, Jorgen de Poit, and Jorgen will probably be listening to this. He certainly does listen to the podcast there, and he's been very much involved in breeding the p Pigs, and of course, those are, again, massive yeah. muscle in, in those. And it's it's phenomenal how one country, really, I mean, I've got a lot of listeners in America, and they'll be poo-pooing, they don't even won't even know what, well, they will know what a blue is, but they won't really acknowledge it, because they don't, no. a, a rumps isn't really there, isn't really the thing in America, it's all about ribeye, but one country, one small country of that as well. It, it could it's be just adopted. permanently
1: bred onto this muscle all along. Unbelievable,
0: unbelievable, not it? And 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 do we see Muscle and beer. And and beer and, and beer as well. And and you guys are involved in a few short horns as well, or will it we right things. Yeah, we've arms?
1: yeah, we got into a few short horns a few um years back. My son's quite into his short horns, so we've pushed them, so we've got a mixture of both now. So it guys it's, it, it's it changes as good as the rest. You know, to me, and they are totally different to the <laughs> they eat a lot more than the blue.
0: <laughs> they eat a lot more than the blue, is that what you said?
1: Yeah, they do. Oh, it's terrible! Now listen yeah.
0: here. Let's wind back now. Now listen here, you short horn breeders. Did you hear that? We'll say it one more time. That uh, uh, Jan Green says that the short horn will eat a <laughs> lot more than a blue will do. That's uh, there. You go. You heard it here first.
1: Yeah, they do. Honest, in the winter months, you'll have to give them more silage than the blue cows. Okay. will <laughs> the, cause a to now, won't it? I mean, you'll get no end of riff back. Oh, she's talking. She's rubbish. She's talking rubbish. But they do. The the blue cows, there'll be signage left in their trough and they'll be sat at the back of the pens and the shorties will still be feeding until it's all gone.
0: <laughs> okay, and the short ones, tell me a little a bit about the, breed, the short ones, you mentioned your son Robert, and, and, and he's obviously is, is the one behind the, the short ones, and where did you start with those, and how many of those do you have, and, and, and where are you going with those ones?
1: We've, well, we started off, we ended up, it's a bit of a long story, but with a very good friend, he'd ended up with a heifer that he couldn't keep on farm because he's high health, and he'd come from Ireland, so he ended up coming in bed and breakfast here. And then part of the deal, we we had some embryos off it, and that's how we started. And that was um, Upper Mill Blytham. She was she was called a lot of things. <laughs> she was a, she was she was a horrible she was a horrible cow. Anyway, so we've got then, and then Robert got sort of hooked, and then we've got we bought some Dunzea cows, and we've got um jane lander's cows ken's more cows and we've bred up from them we bought a cow off handy rider she was riding esme and we've just bred up from them um we had a castle mount stock bull for a while but he either threw great big calves or little calves so we got rid of him and we now got a cocktail bull and he's just doing the tricks he's putting a, a lot of shape into the calves and the nice wee calves when they're born and just get up and go Excellent. so we're really Excellent. yeah Excellent. so, so you, that's where we are now
0: double figures with the K's and the short ones as well K's for the sound of it
1: yeah we're about we're about 20 of them at the minute we're about half of that 20 cat, twenty blues 20 shorties and then the rest are made up at commercial
0: cows right well here's the question that i'm going to ask an anonymous listener just phoned in and said ask this question andy is uh, what about if you cross the short on with the blue or the blue with the short on is that not an ideal cross because you're going back to your yeah it's a love it's a
1: it is a nice cross we've done that before the, the short on on the blue and the yeah. blue on the yeah it's a lovely cross any short on cow, got- any short on cow that's not pulling its weight pedigree wise goes to the blue ball yeah
0: Yeah, no, that's a good...
1: And that's how we work. And then then any blue cow that's wanting a rest, that's had to have a C-section or anything for a reason to the short on and that's the, how we work don't
0: it. Don't use the Solaire's anymore, you're putting a short on in there and that's how
1: you feel. Well we had the last Solaire bull that we bought, we couldn't keep him in the field. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now I'm going to have to edit that out, you know that don't you Jan, I'm going to have to edit that out, Yeah. There's all the Solaire's You, uh, you uh, created for uh, me and I haven't given it. No,
1: no, the, 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 the original Solaire bull we had,
0: well,
1: he was the most beautiful bull we ever, honest, he was gentle and quiet and he, he never bothered anybody. And then Paul had well old age got the better of him, so we had to let him go. And we bought this young bull, and he just as soon as he'd done his job, he wanted more cows, and we hadn't enough for him to keep him happy. So he used to wander. No, <laughs> so
0: are you sure get... this is a bull? You're not talking, you're talking about not John No,
1: no, 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 no. no, no John, John doesn't. John doesn't wander anymore. <laughs> <Are> you okay? <laughs>
0: Oh. <laughs> no, 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 now when we get to our age that's fine but uh,
1: that's fine, fine. You, you, w- you're,
0: went on tour, you're the, on you're tour.
1: the same I you don't go, you don't go far now I We're bet on, <laughs> on, <laughs> you, you, you know your place Andy now come on what well,
0: went, <laughs> st- went on tour stayed on tour and uh, that's brilliant well Janet it's been absolutely fabulous to talk to you really yeah uh, it's, really it's
1: been nice speaking to you
0: and as I said you know happy birthday obviously to you and, and you were down at the the Blue Sail in, in Carlisle and gave you a bit of stick down there and hopefully you'll have some and you, you were uh, very
1: kind actually you were very kind to me actually I was very I was, I was when I came out afterwards I thought you've been very kind to me I thought what's he wanting <laughs> but I found out later that you wanted me on the podcast so that's why you've been kind to me <laughs> no,
0: you did right there was a couple of, I, I must admit I left my notes, in, my notes back in the hotel there was a couple of jokes that I out on you but uh, you never know <laughs> I'll be waiting, waiting around the corner for you, John. But I've uh,
1: oh, you'll uh, get me eventually.
0: left him out for today. <laughs> and, and you'll have uh, um, you know, you took cattle down to, to, to Carlisle that sale, and you'll have cattle down to, to the you, you take the cattle down to the winter sale as well. And um, no, no,
1: we usually concentrate on the May sale, oh, the May sale yeah. we find that the better the sale. So we'll have a, I think, we just we'll have one bull for next May. A young, he's, a, he's a nice boy, well, he's actually nearly all black is it is as it is. So that'll be for May. So that'll be his trip out.
0: Okay. So we look at. So if if Everyone, you're down, we'll. Remind me what you call your prefix and what the bull's called, so that I can tell our listeners. <sighs> what
1: Prefixes Oxcroft.
0: Uh
1: huh. Um, and the short ones are Wrangham. Okay. And I can't remember the bull's name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> blue bull's name. You're supposed to be <laughs> selling John. Go, John, go and look it up for God's sake. Get the book out again. Have another look. I've got
1: I've, Andy. I've got terrible. I used to know every pedigree, everything. Off by art, boof, it could tell you anything. And now I have to go, oh, wait a minute. <laughs>
0: well, no, it's
1: Oxcroft Sooty, that's his name. Sooty, there you go. This is nearly all black.
0: And you've got an absolute great excuse because it is your birthday today and you've been out for, been out and sp- <laughs> I've been. I've sp- had a drink. Yeah, I've with the, the, the John's delved in for. Did you get your fish and chips as well? Is that what down the front now? Yes,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to the to, to the both of you. And uh, yeah, John is a good ventriloquist in the background there, but we know he's there, and he'll, he'll be he was he was he's making sure that you're right, uh, Jan. And he's always made sure. That yeah, he's keeps made, me right. Yeah, always made sure that you're right. I'm not quite sure he's <laughs> listening, but he's always tried anyway to make sure that you're right. And
1: uh, <laughs> he's tried, but he's, he finds it hard going.
0: Well, fantastic. <laughs> Don't you?
1: Well keeping me right <laughs> <laughs> he's just gone oof
0: oof <laughs> 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 yeah well oof it is fantastic right. most of you to speak to you and, and uh, really enjoyed your company on, on Top Lines and Tales and all the best yeah. for the future
1: okay Andy thank you, you. bye bye yeah. bye
0: thank you for listening to this week's top lines and tales podcast and it's great to speak to janet green as you can tell she's an old friend of mine going back a long way there and it's that's what top lines and tales is about i think to talk into characters who've been in there in amongst the the livestock industry and people have got a story to tell and uh, and as always, I'd like to thank our sponsors Harbro for their continued support and partnership, rather than support that they that they put into the top lines and tails and Harbro, of course, fantastic company there, based up there in Aberdeenshire and their superb range of feedstuffs and nutritional advice and, and the great service that they give to you you people in, in and around scotland and across the country there and uh, don't forget to check out harbro there the, speak to your local representative or check them out on the internet there to find out what the company of harbro can do for yourselves there and uh, while you're there of course on the internet Please do join our social media presence there, particularly Facebook. There, join join our group. There are thousands of us on there now in the community, and uh, there'll be photographs and various other things to back up this and, and previous episodes. and And uh, be nice to hear from all of you there and i hope you've had a great summer show season now coming to its end there and i've really enjoyed meeting a lot of fantastic people tapping me on the shoulder and saying andy i enjoy your podcast and uh, please just send us messages it's fantastic to keep the top lines and tails uh, community still going there so thank you to harborough thank you to all your listeners and uh, it's been a really excellent episode to talk to my good friend there i